All right. 2023, we are back. This How you doing? What's up? What is up, Marcus? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. This is Chimp, and we are Minor Details. So it's been a while since we recorded an episode. Yeah. Been busy with <laughs> holidays, and you have recently moved. I guess this is officially season two, right? Mm-hmm. What season two? We made it through a year. Do Jesus you remember Christ. what year we started or what month? Was Actually, I think we started twenty twenty one. To be honest, because it was I remember it was late twenty twenty one October around there. Because we were thinking about a Halloween episode and we just missed oh, it. Oh yeah, the Halloween stuff. But that was kind of like a pre, a, pre a, a, a little, you know, like a dry run. Twenty twenty two would have really been the season one, and now we're in season two. Actually, I think you're right, 2021, because that was like when Shadowlands was really big and I was playing that and disappointed in it. <laughs> As always, Angry Marcus Rant, my favorite. But um, I heard Dragon, I heard really good things from Dragonflight. So I heard there was a little bit of redemption for them in Blizzard for WoW anyways. So good well, for them. Well, I hope to get a full report from you on that soon. Oh, no, no, that's <laughs> I'm done done with all the mmos i am done that's right we did talk about that the last yeah. time back in 2022 yeah i'm just done with um the conflicts the egos and and funny enough it's a video game and i'm saying you know egos and conflict within members of my guild and stuff but it left such a sour taste i was just kind of like i'm done with mmos no oh. more building no more grinding out it's fun like don't get me wrong it's really fun but you know, I'd rather put my time on other things rather than just grinding one thing for like one cloth or uh, augment or something. Oh, we're only human and everything that humans touch will have politics, will have emotions, will have egos, you know. <sighs> yeah. We blend that into everything we touch. Yeah, literally. The and human experience. That's just a part of it, I guess. Some people could do it. Some people could just power through it and just keep going. But others are just fan boys and fan people <laughs> and i don't give a shit about their opinions because oh they're, they're usually going to defend their product from anything marcus i don't give a shit about their opinions santa maria yeah Love exactly it. 2023 is a good gonna be a good year for you my friend yeah yeah <laughs> it's gonna be good that's a that's the right matt attitude to have this year hell yeah forget the fanboys. just listen to yourself well i want to thank everyone for joining us if you've been listening to us and you're coming in on 2023 uh i hope you had a good year hope you have made your uh, new year's resolution too yeah i hope everyone had a good 2022 for a lot of people that uh, it's, i think it kind of became a meme where 2022 was the worst year ever and blah 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 i hope 2023 is better but my 2022 was fine yeah so. it was pretty much fine i would say like more 2021 is where it kind of sucked right 22 didn't feel that bad but um, coming into 2023, there are like hints. I mean, even in January, there's like already shit going on, you know, in 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 uh, the world. Of course, the in terms of what, um, still conflict going on in um, Ukraine. Oh yeah, it's... um, the newly elected uh, House Speaker and how much of a shit show that was. God, I was watching that and I was just like, it's like essentially Nero playing the fiddle. That's how I <laughs> felt. I saw that and I was like, this is, this is that moment. Yeah, Nero I mean, playing his fiddle. To me, a, a lot of that is just a farce. It's just, in the end, it's a uniparty and they all, 
they're all going to vote yes on Ukraine, um, sending m- money and weapons over there. Two point eleven billion care package. Yeah, care and I package. I believe the next set of um, armaments are tanks and APCs. Um, I believe Germany is going to be sending some. No, no, not Germany. I think Norway. Germany was trying to block them from sending that out. But America for sure is sending some Abrams. <laughs> and I believe the, the Netherlands also said they were going to go ahead and, and assist with that as well. Yes, yes. And there's a whole issue going on with Turkey with that, where America is now trying to ratify the the application for, I believe, Norway to become part of NATO. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're like trying to rush that now. So you see... And, and I think Finland as well. Yeah, and Finland. Yeah, so... You know, just this beginning year, you know, it's already we're getting some some I'm not saying like it's an outlook for the future of this year. But here's a here's another thing like um, water wars essentially have now essentially started. What do you mean? There is a place in, I believe, Arizona. Um, oh, OK. Like water wanna, as a resource. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a I, I don't want to. I don't want to say Arizona, but I believe it's might be Texas or something. But there was this community that was essentially a tax haven for these like really wealthy people. And they were like requiring the city that they're not a part of and they don't pay taxes for. And they were supplying them water. And recently they cut off that water. Jeez. So now the community is essentially left without a way to get water because the only ways to get it to where they're at is like through the city with the pipelines and stuff, or they truck it in from like somewhere else. Did they give a reason why the water was cut off? Well, this has been going on for like, if I read correctly, five years that they've been requiring, you know, they've been taking the water from the city. They've been like supplying them. And the mayor basically just said, we're, you know, because of uh, climate change, like the reservoirs are going down. So we have to start prioritizing like the people who pay the taxes. Makes sense. So they gave them a warning, but, you know, the community is making a big hubbub about it, you know, and I understand it is a very scary situation. But that's what happens when you try to make your own tax haven. You know, that's when you try to get off the grid and everything. And it's like, you know, it's not like they were forced to do any of that, you know, they chose to not continue paying taxes for their water, you know, so it's on them as responsible landowners to find a new place. I suppose. Yeah. I mean, it's unfortunate, but it's like, it's like it that was, or like share it. It was only going to last so long. Yeah, too. exactly. <laughs> and I feel like this is a moment of, I mean, for now it's for us for like hindsight, but for them, it was probably like they thought, that wasn't going to be an issue or like, Oh, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Well, you're there now. Yeah. You're there (laughs) now. Now you're in trouble. But you know, the beginning of this year is like, I think it's very important for any year, you know, throughout the decades, like the beginning of the year is kind of like set the on, like the motion for the rest of the year. And I'm hoping that's not this case. (laughs) I'm hoping everything gets better. (laughs) Well, hopefully, I mean, yeah. Um, mentioning that, I mean, back on the home front, uh, there is definitely a lot of change. I just we're currently in the new studio in, in in my new place. Yes, it's very nice. And that was a fun little move. Very very challenging, but I had a lot of help, so I'm definitely appreciative for that. 
and there is a lot more work to do, but I'm here. You want to shout them out real quick? Sure, yeah. My roommate Mallory helped a lot as I was working. Nice. She was packing up a lot of shit. And of course, I was helping her move shit too. So it's it's a give and take for sure. But we finally got done. Today, we went to the old house, cleaned everything out, tossed everything that, that wasn't being kept, and just said, peace the fuck out. Very cathartic. Nice, it felt nice, yeah. Very cathartic, just throwing shit out there. I was there for nine years, dude. So, um, yeah, so I'm very happy in the new place. You know, I was not paying much of the old place, so it's definitely expensive, but I've been looking for at least a good month, and this is actually a pretty good price for what I'm getting, so I'm happy. Congrats, man. Like, you deserve it. Thank you. You worked hard for it. Yes. Yeah. I got to keep working hard. Yeah, yeah. You're going to keep doing it, but... The funny part is I'm in my old stomping grounds. I grew up here. I, I literally four blocks away. Yeah, I noticed that on the way over here. I'm like, you're like really close to your parents' house, which is nice yep. because like I'm going to be emulating the same thing, you know, um, getting closer to family. So it's like, that's important. You know yep. what I mean? Being like for a long time when I was like in my 20s, I thought like being away from family was was the answer. You know what I mean? Like to, to like for independence, for like all this like – um stuff that you think you need, you know, but like you realize that's just the American way of thought, you know, it's better to be near family and stuff like that because like you, you got to help, you know, it's a support network. You got to support. Yeah. And the important thing is, especially nowadays, it's not, um, like back at the 1800s, 1700s, there was still that community mindset in the sense of everybody was in it. Now things have been, unfortunately become a little bit more um isolated like isolated little communities and stuff and unfortunately we have to go with the times and you gotta be near family and just take care of your little community which is a very and i'm not supporting that you know that's just the american kind of thought process in my opinion because um you know, we're, we're taught in this country to be very like self-reliant, independent, self-reliant, self-reliant, but it's good to help out family when no one else is going to help. Right. I I definitely agree. I mean, like I'm definitely all for self, um, self-reliance, independence, but at the same time, yeah, no, because like, I mean, you want to like, you don't want to depend on people too much Yeah. because when they're not there or let's say you say the wrong thing and they don't like you anymore, you're fucked. Yeah, you're fucked. But at the same time, you do need a network of help. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and, and, and in my case, in many people's cases, um, you know, like people have been there for you. My parents have been there for me, obviously, for my whole life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So how, why wouldn't I give that back? Yeah, so. I mean, we were just talking a little bit. You were saying you're going to help out your mom and stuff. So I imagine now here being here it's gonna be like a lot like right there you know and you <laughs> just help easier. out you do your thing and you get home and do your thing you yeah. know no, but it's interesting because so so my dad bought that house back in 99 so i lived there in 99 through 2014 that's a good 15 years of my life like in you know in like my growing up here so this is definitely my stomping grounds i knew this area very well and now almost 10 years later, nine years later, I'm, I'm, I'm moving back to the area and a lot has changed. It's, yeah. it's interesting. Um, I noticed definitely a lot more Hispanic people. I think maybe I just didn't notice it before, but I've been seeing a lot of Hispanic people in the area. Um, other than that, the area looks the same for, for, for the most part. Some houses are super modernized. It yeah. looks super nice. And some houses look old and just like, just how they did 20 years ago. I don't want to sound, uh, 
like like I'm a social like a um, person mover type. This is through my experience of what I've noticed. Um, um, I'm noticing a lot more people moving into Miami. So I'm imagining <laughs> a yeah. lot of houses are being bought out like near the beaches, near the populated areas and making properties like these like a little bit easier for like people who live here, you know, for Florida. But again, it's essentially being uh, having a higher competitive market now because we have so many people moving in. Everything has been going up because, yeah, yeah like, you know, people want to be in the city and everything, but... A lot of times people also want to be in the suburbs and this essentially is a suburb sort of city of Miami for Miami beach. Yes. It's, you know, five, 10 minute drive and it's not super suburby like Weston where everything is cul-de-sac like, but which is not a bad thing, but you know, it's just a different vibe versus North Miami, North Miami beach where it's kind of like a mix of different things. You know, you have like your downtown townish kind of area and then you have more like, like, um, suburb type area. Yeah. But no, but okay, so my neighbor's house back in North Miami, an old lady who passed away, someone bought that house. No, so they bought that house for 70 grand. They flipped it for like 360 to 380. Yep. Yep. And the prices have changed that much. It's crazy. It is. It is like um, properties near the beach are just shooting right up. So it's better to hold on for a little bit, but like it's going to be a great time to sell. I mean, now it is, but um, I would say no. My gut is saying like maybe wait a little bit more because we got to remember we're still having that rush of people coming here trying to move out. And I'm um. Well, the thing is that the, the okay, so the, the the price the price of houses has gone up. Yeah, and it's been going up at a fast rate, mm-hmm. and that's slowing down. But it doesn't mean that the price of houses is going to go down. Yeah. They're going to stay up They're going to stay up. They're yeah. just like the growth has slowed down. That's the thing. <laughs> what I'm saying is that um, we're going to have this fast rush of people. And then we're going to have people who are like going to start being picky buyers, you know. So they're going to try to look for the real right place. And when they find that right place, they're going to be willing to pay any amount to get that place. And you know what's funny? I was talking to somebody and... So it turns out the mindset of people moving here was like, oh, Florida's so great. There aren't a lot of people like New York or like wherever. Yeah, it's turning around. And now it's turning around. And now some of them want to move back. (laughs) I'm like looking at all this and I'm just kind of like, you know, I lived in a city. I lived in two different cities, two different parts of my life when I was younger. And then when I was in my 20s, which was New York and Boston. And I don't want to be an elitist. Excuse me. While I being elitist but (laughs) um living in those two cities is just very like i lived in like the most populated cities you know so like i see that coming here as soon as i came back from boston i saw it immediately and it tripped me out for a little bit because now i'm seeing things that were like broken down 20 years ago like parks that are like looking bad and whatever near the beach. And now they like redone it and they made like a nice little sidewalk. And the only thing I could compare it to is maybe like the California type of like boardwalk thing. Right. Right. Because there's a running path. I take like from 77th all the way down to like Surfside, um, Bay Harbor. Right. Right. That's a nice little path they made there. Exactly. And it's, it, it used to be, before I went to Boston, when I was like, you know, uh, 18 or whatever, it was like broken up, you know, pieces of rock everywhere. There was no real path. It was just all like stakes. 
like little stakes with the rope. And that's like essentially what guides you. But now they rebuilt it and it has like a nice little walkway and everything. And you can obviously tell this is because they're trying to get the city is trying to bring in a more they're seeing the move. So they're trying to make it more like a big city to make people feel comfortable with it. Right. Yeah. And and the more people, the more taxes being paid that go to the city and the more they could push it towards their pet projects or whatever. The exactly. Case is. More pet projects probably motels and hotels and stuff you know i've been seeing a couple of um property managers buying out like um homes and combining them to and then putting them on like sale or whatever wow yeah um the biggest thing i saw not recently this is again before i moved this is when i kind of noticed when stuff was starting to get bought around is when people were buying like as i said two houses three houses and in one case one dude bought four houses demolitioned all of them and then built one giant home holy shit just to like sell you know just to just to uh to rent i'm sorry to lease not sell but um another thing going on with that house too is that there was a bunch of like show dogs like a little dogs and they like rent those dogs out to people i want to show you this house i saw on my walk this is a very, um, and I'll put this uh, maybe in the chapter in the show notes. This house to me, like, looks like a fucking, looks like a fucking watchtower. Like, yeah. <laughs> I expect like the Night's Watch to, to be up there. It's a beautiful house. It's crazy, but it's just, it stands out so much in the area that every house does not look like this. It looked like yeah. this is a very quiet, chill neighborhood. And then you have this fucking monstrosity out of nowhere. <laughs> it's it's hilarious, but... I would like to give a heads up to people, though, um, moving here. This ain't a city yet, you know? We don't have the infrastructure. Like, Yeah, like we, we really don't, The main really. thing that suffers is the roads, the traffic, and that's what really, like... I'm glad I work from home. Like, yeah, that's one thing I noticed. The city people are going to get fucked over. And I've noticed while driving um, pe- the like navigating the roads here in Miami, because unless you visit here and drove around yourself, the roads here are fucking weird. They're strange. They're like there's like turns you can make that looks like you're going on to oncoming traffic, but it's not. You know, and I'm not talking about like a regular turn. Like it's, it's weird. You know, this is what happens when you live in all flatlands and, um, it used to be like a swamp environment or it used to be a tropical area. You know, you're not going to have like the straightest of roads or like the great, uh, a good city planned navigated road. You know, it's usually you're going one way for a long ass time and then you like get off somewhere and then you go on some back road or whatever, you know? Right, right, right. Well, so everyone wanting to move here, don't. Yeah, don't. Please don't. <laughs> I want to buy a house in my lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> go like, away. We don't need you. Go back to California. <laughs> go back to New York. Yeah. Or just go to Texas. Go to Texas. They have more space there. Yeah, they got way more space. You'll have a great time there. <laughs> oh, my God. So let's talk a little bit because we went on a huge tangent there let's talk a little bit about the podcast like what is the outlook for 2023 what do you want to do with the podcast where do you want to go do you like what's going on so far do you like what's been done well here's the thing while the time we were away i was thinking about 
this. I was thinking about podcasting. I we was were just gone like, for a while too. Yeah, like we were months. gone for a while. And that's why I hit you up. I was like, when are you available? You know, because I want to like record something. Stuff's been on my mind and whatnot. Right. Yeah. December was a tough month. Like December was one of the worst months I've had in a long fucking time. Like, bad. Yeah, I got banged <laughs> up pretty bad. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, I showed you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got, I got banged up. Yeah, I got, um, I have like a, it's healed now, but it's obvious. You can see that part of my skin on the palm of my hand, like, a chunk of flesh was just blue, like lifted up because a prairie dog with big fucking teeth digged into my little skin right there and pulled it out. And my next question is, where did you encounter a prairie dog? My sister has a prairie dog and oh. they were like feeding him. Domesticated prairie yeah, dog. Yeah. And here's oh. the thing. Here's the stupid thing. They were feeding him and my sister, like, you know, she's, um, it's her, uh, first year being a mom you know so she's like trying to look after the kid and like trying to feed the animal and then the animal like got out of the cage like literally jumped out and i grabbed it but like i guess i grabbed it in the wrong way and it just turned around you know and i heard it It, i heard the sound of the teeth pulling my flesh out well shout out to little winter rose if you listen to this 10 years from now, we're saying hi. Yeah, hey, what's <laughs> up? You're awesome. You're fun to hang out with. I haven't met you, but I've seen pictures and you're very cute. Yeah, you're, you're very cute. Uh, I wish I could hang out with you more. Soon we will. Soon we'll be hanging out way more, but... But yeah, dog bites suck. I've definitely had my share of dog bites. I just got bit... It's funny you mentioned that because I just got bit the other day by a dog and I'm still bruised up and shit, but... I've had holes in the webs of my fingers. Yeah. Literally holes. Ouch. I still have a couple of scars here from another dog. Ah, good times. So very quickly, yeah. So um, I hope in the future we could talk more. I mean, I still like gaming. You know, that's one thing that I'm passionate about. Uh, gaming, uh, reading, lore stuff. So I hope we cover more stuff like that. I would really like to cover some 40K stuff. Um, as soon as you're done with that book, but yes. again, you don't like, I'm at the point where it's like, you don't even need to finish the book. Like as long as you like know what the environment is, like what the feel is for this universe, the 40 K universe, because I can't explain it. It's hard to explain. You just got to read it, you know, because reading really paints that picture of that dark world, you know, and By the way, the book for any 40K fans out there, I recommend it was Honor Bound. I don't remember the um, author, but I read it myself and I thought this was like a good little like sci-fi. Rachel Harrison. Rachel Harrison, yeah. So it's a good little sci-fi little adventure. That's why I picked it. The more hardcore stuff is stuff from like Dan, Dan Abaddon. Like he does like the, he's like the main 40K writer. Didn't he also do the original um, Star Wars stuff in the 90s? Someone did. I'm not so sure on that. Who um, was the, the, the author? Because like, I know in, in, in the 90s, there was like some really popular um, like official... For Star Wars or mm-hmm. for 40K? Or for Star Wars. For Star Wars, I believe George Lucas wrote the majority of stuff, but he didn't write it like... No, 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 but like, so, 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 you know, so after the third movie, after Re- Re- Return of the Jedi, there was a big gap, at least 10 years of like no Star Wars stuff. And I know in the 90s, there started to be a, a, a official stuff, like, but in, in the form of novels, and it was written by somebody. Oh, yeah. I don't think that was, 
I could be wrong. I don't think it was Dan Abaddon, but it could have been him. But I know what you're talking about. The the Star Wars books. Yes. Star which Wars are, books. By the way. That um, was the beginning of the expanded universe. Yeah, basically. I want to. That's the next thing I want to read is the okay, Star Wars books. Because um, I have never read the Star Wars books. And only one thing from the books that I know outside is a character named uh, Maria Jade, who is a character I'm really interested in, who I would like to read about. Um, cool. Maria Jade, for your for people out there too, was Luke Skywalker's wife. Ooh, yeah. Because in the expanded universe, this is a little bit of a tangent we're going on, but this whole podcast is a tangent. Yeah, it's just been a tangent, <laughs> but whatever. Um, Season two. Yeah. <laughs> unorganized but <laughs> it's the way to go but like this um, house right now <laughs> maria jade is the wife of luke skywalker as i said she was also known as the emperor's hand mm. and she was the assassin the top assassin for the emperor during his reign right and um the reason why i want to get into it a little bit more is because he um he uh goes away from the jedi order and accepts relationships and it makes more sense, you know, um, instead of forcing these emotions away and trying to make a strict code like a monk code, it's just going to lead to like people wanting to experience those emotions, essentially. Right, right. Because we've, it, we, we've talked about it in the past, like uh, the, the difference, how the Jedi and the Sith approach things like relationships and love, which yeah. I found really interesting. Like, I, I, I never thought about it in that sense and I was actually able to use that knowledge you gave me in a, in a work conversation the other day. Nice. Oh, well, you know, the reason why that happens is... <laughs> yeah. It's fun. So. It's good. Little, little background stuff. There's like little writing cues and stuff, you know? So it's like good to keep in the back of your mind, um, especially reading anything about characters. Like any, any character-driven narrative story, like the important thing is like not the stances they make, but the actions they choose. And it's the little actions in my right. opinion. Like again, for example, the expanded universe, Luke understands the history of his father and the Jedi and is like, we need to accept relationships. So then we could come to accept the death because that was the issue with Anakin is that he could not accept Padme's death. And when he went to Yoda, Yoda was just like, dude, like chill out. She's going to be part of the force. And it's like, that's not good advice. <laughs> So Luke takes a more approach of like, no, fall in love, like have relationships, but understand that this will go away one day and just be at peace with it. Next time someone dies, I'm going to go to the funeral. Don't worry. She's part of the force now. <laughs> yeah, that's essentially what Yoda did. Like literally, like he literally just went like, nah, chill, dude. <laughs> Your mother's not gone. She's just part of the force. She's part of the force, bro. She's still around, but... Other than that, that's you. That, I mean, it's good to. I'm gonna name my next dog the Force. The Force, <laughs> and um, now it's good to keep little things like that in mind in terms of like character progression and character stuff because I um, I read a lot. I don't know if you noticed. <laughs> I um, I mean, not to toot my horn, I've been a little bit less on the reading because of work and um, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> Work in video games <laughs> and listening to music, but it's important to remember these assets because um, the thing is you'll notice bad characters rather than good characters. You know, it's very easy to spot a bad character. You know, like a character's not fleshed out. Yeah, he's not fleshed out. He doesn't feel like real in the sense of like he doesn't. The actions he takes is not reflective on what he like represents. 
in a right, sense, right, you know? Right. So that's when you can see that stuff, you know, and it's kind of important, in my opinion, to pick that up, you know, just to learn that stuff with the writing, with characters. And that's, to me, like, that's interesting when you get to know someone, because, you know, like you meet people, you have a conversation, whatever, but it's like really over time, like everything is time and experience. But over time, as you experience a person getting to know them and then you see the actions that they take, the decisions they make, whether it reflects what they say or what they don't say, that's when you start to really understand the person and, and be able to, I guess, evaluate them. Yeah. Like judge their character. But and it's the same thing with books. Yeah, same thing with books. But we got to also remember there's redemptions. There's redemption arcs. Oh, absolutely. You could think one way and it could be a bad way of thinking. But then you learn throughout, you know, your your experiences. And now you have a different thought process. And that's, that's important. That's yeah. the human experience. I mean, no matter what, like, but like you have to like in order to have that redemption, you have to first go through like, I guess... You got to humble yourself. You, you got to realize yourself. who you were. Admitting it is the first step, right? Yeah, yeah. And then and then going through the, uh, through that change. But yeah, like I said, like the, it's just it's interesting like that's how I, I I see my relationships with people whether, you know, mostly platonic platonic relationships. But it's a lot like a book, like like you know, like like seeing a person and how they develop. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um and the important thing to remember is um it's good to read. <laughs> That's it's a big thing. I just want to say that very quick. I've been talking to a couple of friends of mine and I just been trying to get them to read. You know, I lent you my book. I've lent people books and stuff and I do it for free. You know, I don't ask. I don't even say like, oh, give it to, back to me like immediately or whatever. Give me that shit. No, like the important thing is reading, just doing the actor reading because, and, and I really like reading characters just because I'm just in that mood, you know? But um, I feel nowadays with the onset of TikTok and YouTube shorts and all this is that it's limiting the attention spans of a lot of people. So it's important to understand that you could read like a full page of like a narrative dialogue, you know, Game of Thrones or something or Lord of the Rings. And you come away from that page knowing what's going on. Yeah, we're always looking for that quick high. That quick, that quick that little quick button. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, today we're freeze-drying candy. <laughs> I've, okay, I've, I've had been watching the YouTube shorts, and that's the one thing I am, I am, <laughs> I am guilty of. Freeze-drying candy. I don't know what it is. It looks that's, so cool. That's going to be a show title. The, the name of this episode is Freeze-Dried, freeze-dried Candy. candy. <laughs> yeah. Dude, like, it but just it makes it looks so cool. much sense, though. It makes so much sense, like these short spurts of information or something like it's a conversation piece. Like you just like mentioned someone, Oh, like, you know, like, Oh, freeze dried candy. Like you're not going to go into a deep conversation about freeze dried candy. You're just going to mention it to somebody. Exactly. That's, That's, I didn't even think about your, that point that you just mentioned. Like it's very surface level information. Exactly. It's nothing really concrete except for the 40 K lore bits. No, <laughs> I'm joking. Even that is surface level. You know, they'll like mention Dark Eldar or Eldar and you're like, what's an Eldar? But they're talking about something completely different. Oh, my God. Yeah. So let's get back on topic. So because um, I definitely want to talk about the podcast and where we're going with it. Um, we were kind of have having a conversation offline that we want to like expand into like different things, maybe create different podcasts depending on what we're talking about. Like, yeah, obviously I think we both enjoy this very much. Yeah. Just like, it's fun. 
just a talking about stuff stuff off the cuff or doing more research to talk about stuff because and you have and you have um another podcast would you like to plug it in real quick sure yes saturday night lit that's l-i-t in all capitals lit stands for live item tag and that's the whole point of the podcast is that we're promoting the live item tag which is kind of like the live radio version of a podcast because usually podcasts you download you listen to on your spare time yeah but there is just kind of this movement called podcasting 2.0 look it up um and one of the main things is that you're listening to podcasts live as they happen and it's it's a really unique experience because you can also interact with the audience as a podcaster we can interact with uh the people listening and we do we have like a small little chat room and, and we talk to them and they talk back to us and and we, and we mention it on the podcast live so it's a very fun experience um and it's just me and and my buddy captain prunch prunch captain brunch <laughs> Saturday nights, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. And we just kind of just, it's off the cuff. We talk about different things. Uh, we're, you know, we're in Miami, maybe politics. Maybe we'll talk about Bitcoin. Maybe we'll just talk about life. Just, yeah. Whatever is on our minds, we talk about. So definitely check that out. So yeah, you got um, that other thing going. So I'm imagining this is like now becoming a part of your life, you know, to some aspect. You know what I mean? Like um, this has now become something you want to do. What is podcasting oh hell yeah i love i love podcasting it's just it's just fun it's just like we're but especially when you take it seriously because everyone wants to podcast and everyone tries it for like a couple episodes you'll find tons of podcasts online where they last a couple episodes and it's just like shit but i love also the production aspect like trying to make something getting a great audio making sure everything sounds good and that's kind of what we were talking about, like trying to produce better episodes and what we want to talk about, doing more research and making an episode with more content in it. You know? Yeah. I mean, to be honest, it's not long, but one of my favorite uh, things we did was the homeworld thing, you know, because I wrote it out. I did some research and the whole point of that episode was to take something that's like really short. It's a very short game, but I wanted to talk about other elements and maybe things I thought about while I was playing it. Yeah, so same here. So it's, it's good to bring out those difference of opinions. Yeah, so anytime I've done like a lot of research and actually like looked into the episode like that Radiant Historia one, like I really enjoyed producing that. And I I could think back and say, man, I could have done this better, I could have done that better. So that's where the um, the learning process and the getting better process starts. Yeah. It's like, okay, so how can I improve, improve upon what I did before? That's what I was thinking with the big projects, because I'm thinking when I was in college, that was a thing. You have like little things, but then you have the big thing, you know? So I'm thinking we should try emulating that to some aspect, because I would like to do some research on some stuff rather than, you know, after I'm done work and I play video games or something, you know, this will give me an outlet to be like, all right, let me put this away. Let me research this. A creative outlet. Yeah. A creative outlet. Yeah. And it goes back into what you said, like, Hey guys, read, read a fucking book. Right. And that's exactly like we're getting old. People in general should just use their brains, reading, listening to stuff, um, trying to solve puzzles, math puzzles, uh, logical puzzles. And this really, it's, it's kind of using all of that in a way. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And so that's just my excuse for doing more podcasts. <laughs> no, it's a good one. But, the important thing is that, um, 
we're we're giving not only given the information, but we're taking the the road of like knowledge in the sense of like we're learning along the way, you know, Absolutely. which is important. It's important to learn a new skill, you know, and talking to a mic is a big skill to learn. It is. It really is. It really is. And we're creating good memories and building a stronger friendship. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for being here, Marcus. I definitely enjoy my time with you very much. Yes. And I hope you. to be podcasting for a long time. Yeah. That's the whole thing. What I notice with other people is like, it's, it's the, con- it's the need, it's the feel, it's the hunger to like, like, oh, I like, for instance, I, I just listen to a song and I'm like, I could speak about this. Right. I could do something on this, like creative wise. So everyone, thank you for listening. And we will definitely be coming with more 2023. Not sure exactly what we have a couple of ideas under our, uh, in our belt. But yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll definitely develop them. If we come up with anything, definitely this will be the platform to find out first, you know? Um, we'll probably announce it first and then that's when we'll begin the research or begin the path for that, whatever it is. Right. Absolutely. You know, we got to figure it out. And I want to remind everyone, this is a value for value podcast. We do this free of charge. We put the content out there. We strive to make the content better just to make it better, just to put out a good product. So if you got any value out of this and you enjoyed it in any single way, give us a shout, let us know. Uh, chimp at audioghost.miami. I'm going to work on a better email. So it's more indicative of the entire um, project we're doing. Yeah. Uh, we definitely want to get a website going. Mm. Well, we do have a website. Um, yeah. Audioghost.miami. But something a, a little more... Available? No. I don't um. know. Because right now it's it, it just links to the podcast and all the episodes. But I'd, I'd love to have like a, like a bio or just like, or like hey, here, donate here. Or, you know, like, or this is how you can contact us. Or, you know, if you want to um, leave a comment here, stuff like that. Or if like, let's say the picture I just showed you, if I wanted to post that. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, just to try and build a, a community. Just a, yeah. Get some thinkers out there. But yes, we do this free of charge. We love to do it. So let us know if you enjoy it. Um, if you want to donate, if you want to help out in any way, you want to make music for us, if you want to create some art. If you want to just suggest a topic, like that's important. I think that's, that's, that's important to us and it's fun to um, interact with the audience. Yeah. If you got any music to send, send it because I would like to hear some new things. Yes. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Definitely. There's... We'd like to hear some um, newer artists out there. Because I've been listening to a lot of the same stuff and yeah. I definitely need to get into some, some different music. That's the thing with me is that I'll listen. There will be a period in my life where I just listen to like one genre for a while and then switch over but um you uh a little bit i've been like cruising on like spotify and checking out new artists there so that's been pretty fun so if you if you make beats if you do anything just send it to us and we'll we'll talk about it yeah yeah for real if you want to be criticized by (laughs) by two musicians i give my criticisms for free yeah all for free (laughs) all for free oh man all right, so you want to cut it off here, or do you want to? What do you want to do? Uh, let's let's end it here. So, all right, this team. has been it. Peace out, team. Peace out. We'll see you next time. Oh wait. Peace.